0: I'm here today with Scott Jacobs, Vision Australia Program Manager, NDIS and Aged Care, and Chris Edwards, Manager of Government Relations and Advocacy, and we're going to be discussing the 2018 federal budget. So thank you very much for joining me both. Now, we've had lots and lots of media reports and articles about the budget, but I guess, Chris, I might throw to you first to give us just a little kind of overview of the budget and and, and what our listeners might be really interested in?
1: Yes, yeah, so I think uh, people would have regarded it as sort of a bit of a crowd-pleasing budget, which is not surprising considering um, yeah, we're going to be leading up to an election. Mm-hmm. And so you know, people would have heard things like uh, you know, tax cuts are on the way. But the things that really affect people who are blind and low vision it, that people were most interested in is things like... Um, the disability support pension. There was some um, information about changes to the pension around means testing, but what we can assure people, the DSP pension for blind people, so DSP blind, we don't see any changes in the the budget papers at this point.
0: Oh, that's really good. I'm sure everyone will be pleased to hear about that. Um, What else can you tell us?
1: There is some changes, however, though, in um, the carers' allowance. So there will be now means testing for carers allowance that when people earn greater than 250,000.
0: And there's been some talk about the mobility allowance. So what's happening in that space, Chris?
1: Yeah, the mobility allowance is the thing that we're most concerned about. That the there is news that the mobility allowance will cease for new people after June 30th, 2020 and be grandfathered for people that are are currently um, on the the scheme. Yeah, that is a concern for us. You know, there is a lot of blind people out there that do rely on the mobility allowance to be able to afford to get themselves around the community and to and from the workplace and their volunteering. And, you know, we we, we think that, you know, um, we will be lobbying to say that that should be maintained.
0: Right, and we look forward to hearing the work that's done in that space as we go forward. Scott, I might throw to you, because we're always interested to hear about what's come out for the NDIS in the budget, so what what can you tell us today?
2: Sure. So, I suppose you'd consider this budget almost a business-as-usual budget for the NDIS. They've decided to announce that they're fully funding the scheme, no longer through a Medicare levy as was proposed at the last budget, this time it's coming out of general revenue, and they've committed to funding the scheme into the future. Beyond that, there hasn't been a huge number of announcements related to the NDIS. There's some additional funding for Jobs and Market Fund, which will support the development of a workforce to expand uh, the workforce effectively to meet the needs of the people with disability because at the moment there's some concerns that we might not have enough uh, supply to meet demand, but hopefully this will support that
0: work. When you say the NDIS is fully funded, Scott, what exactly does that mean?
2: Yeah. So the government has always said that they'll fully fund it, but there's been a bit of uncertainty because it hadn't been confirmed how they would do that. Now that this funding has been guaranteed by both major parties, we can have confidence that the NDIS will be funded to meet the needs of people into the future. We'd like to see some more funding and we'd like to see the staffing cap lifted so that the NDIA can better meet the needs of people with disability, but this is a really positive step and it can provide some assurance to people into the future.
0: And what about in the aged care space?
2: Yeah, so this is probably a transitional budget for aged care. Aged care is at about the midway point of the reforms uh, and we're starting to get to the point where people are getting ready for the merge of the two stay-at-home programs, Commonwealth Home Support and Home Care Packages. The government has announced an additional 14,000 high-level packages, Uh, unfortunately for home care packages, that is. Unfortunately, that's probably not enough. There's about 104,000 people on wait lists, and we expect that to grow in coming months. So we really need some extra funding there, and we definitely need some additional packages. There is some really good news in that they're starting to make residential care a little bit more consumer-directed, so you'll be able to take a package of funding with you rather than getting allocated to a place in a residential care unit. And there's also a new Quality and Safeguarding Commission for Aged Care, which will hopefully have a really positive impact on the outcomes that people get.
0: Thanks to both Chris and Scott for coming in today. Um, we will sure to keep you updated with any changes on the mobility allowance. And if you've got any questions or concerns, you can call Vision Australia on 1300 847466. That's 1300 847466.